Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 24 degrees. It's the wind that's the problem, though. That Hulk is out. The wind is blowing everywhere. Yes, it is. I got gas on the way to work this morning, got out of the car. Could not get warm. I had the heated seat thing on full blast. The heat, I'm shivering. (laughs) Where your clothes are still cold for like 10, 15 minutes after you come inside. We are here. Good morning, Brian. How are you? We fall (laughs) frozen like you are, but I'm doing all right. You know what today is? Today is not your birthday. No. Today is December 12th, right? Yep. Uh, 13th. Today's the 13th. The 13th? It's Wednesday the 13th. It's our last ADHD Wednesday. Oh, that's right. This is it. Yeah. Last one. Yeah, last. Uh, Brian usually has days on Wednesdays where he's not focused and he's They're loud. They're rough. And it makes uh, the day very difficult for me. I feel like you had one of those days yesterday, though, so maybe today. Uh, mini one. Mini, mini one. Mini All right, one great. yesterday, yeah, but today, oof. There's a lot of people who didn't hear us mention what was going to happen with the shows. We've been getting a lot of people on Twitter and Facebook recently. Oh. So I just want to mention again that I'm going over to WFAN. Moving on up. To a place that I always wanted to work. This is the one job I would leave here for. Yes. And Brian. Park's leaving me. Brian is contemplating retirement from radio. So those that those are the things that are going. Brian's still yes. going to be on TV on CBS. They're not Firing yes. us, canceling the show, and no. no, we don't know who's taking over. No. So Gio is deserting us. America. Basically, yes. Yeah, yes. basically, yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when East we make these apartment in the sky. When we make these references, mm-hmm. that's what's going on. Yes. When we know a new show, we'll tell you. And I can guarantee it'll be a good show because they would not put on some garbage well, right here. Of course not. Of course. Why are you making that face? Of course not. No, I didn't no. make it any face. I was oh, coughing. You all right? Oh, that was making a, a face. Was I a, hit the cough button and oh, coughed. I, was, I think I'd make a face. That was a strange cough. It was, yeah. Right, that's what happens to me. Cool. <clears throat> yeah. All right. So, uh, let's get into the football. Stuff. Why not? Yeah. Uh, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, who got medically cleared yesterday mm. to play, he's back. Uh, I wouldn't do it. Why not? I would not play because. There are still some concerns, even though he's medically cleared, that not totally healed. He could still do some damage. More time would certainly make it a little bit better. And the team would have to win out to make the postseason. He didn't play a majority of this year, so it's not Mm -hmm. like a year older is really going to make that much of a difference. You see quarterbacks now who, who stay healthy and don't have injuries like this, and Aaron Rodgers are going to try not to have another one again, play into their 40s and be really good into their 40s, I just wouldn't risk it. Now, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, my mentality would have been, if you have any shot to get into the playoffs, Mm -hmm. you go out there and try to do it because your career is so short and you might never have this opportunity again. That would have been my take. But Aaron Rodgers is so damn good. 
and he probably wants to play late in, into his career, that I'm not risking it for this type of situation where you have to win out, you've got some tough teams on the schedule, and the NFC is stacked. I'm sitting it out the next year. Well, here's my concern if I'm the Green Bay Packers, and apparently there was a CT scan conducted Monday and uh, didn't show that it was fully healed. Those are the reports. It could have shown that it was. But what I'm seeing is that it wasn't fully healed. So, uh, one, do you, are you concerned that if he does, he's been cleared to play, but that doesn't mean it's fully healed. He's been cleared to play. So let's say if you thrust him into action, now you're concerned that we're going to have a repeat of the Tony Romo uh, episode and the way that ended there at Dallas, where this thing is going to be susceptible to injury or re-injury often and for the rest of this this guy's career. That's possible, especially if it's not fully healed. Now, if it's fully healed, fine. This is our quarterback. This is who we're rolling with. He's 100% ready to go. He's been practicing. We see him every day uh, in, in our facility. He's fine. He's been cleared. Let's go get into the playoffs if and there's a small percentage uh, a, a small chance that you can get in but he's our starting quarterback and he has been given a full clear to go let's go okay now if it's not 100% healthy I'm not going to play him I don't care if we still have a, a, a small chance to get in the playoffs no because I'm thinking about down the line and I don't want to have a situation that the Cowboys experience with Tony Romo any little trip up where he falls on the turf and or someone falls on top of him and crack the thing is broken again. Yes, yeah, feels, I make feels sure. rushed, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, if I don't know what to believe here because we're seeing reports, and of course you have that uh, doctor patient uh, confidentiality. Uh, confidentiality deal working here. So the reports are that it wasn't fully healed, and 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 maybe the Green Bay Packers say otherwise. But if it's not, I'm not rushing him back. And especially what 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 are the percentages six percent chance of them possibly getting to the playoffs? It, it, it is so. The ESPN does some sort of index, and if you want to believe their numbers and their formula, if they win out, it's over eighty percent that they make it into the playoffs. But it's only a six percent chance that they do that. Mm-hmm. So that's where it stands right now and and who knows how he's going to play I know the guy's a magician on the field and I'm not putting anything past him however it's very difficult for someone to have a surgery not really do a ton of football activities get thrust into December NFL football and be the best he could be he'll definitely be an upgrade over what they've had but there's no guarantee he's going to go out there and be 100% 100% and be Aaron Rodgers that we know. I just, right. it's just not worth it anymore. It really isn't worth it to me. This season I felt was lost when he went down. You know, why rush back? Listen, if they were going to, there's no doubt about it. The situation was different. I'd say go and play. And I'd, I'd be, I'd have some trepidation about it, but I'd still say go and play. And that situation would be if they were on their way to a division title and they were going to have a home playoff game, and Aaron Rodgers could come back and then lead them to a Super Bowl. But the fact that the chances are not great that they're making it to the playoffs, there's just no point in doing it. Well, exactly, but I understand they want to get him back out there. He wants to be back out there, but I am just going to lean on the doctors, and I want him to be 100% injury-free right now. I want this thing to be fully healed, and then once I get that okay, once that's on my plate, and I see where it's 100% fully healed, then we'll start the deliberation as far as whether or not he's going to play now with a small percentage chance of getting into the playoffs. First of all, give me the documentation 
where it says he's 100% ready to go. This thing is fully healed. Nothing to concern yourself with uh, here. Now, that doesn't guarantee he can't re-injure it. Of course he can. Uh, but I want to make sure he is fully healthy now, today, before I start worrying about whether or not he's going to play or Brett Hundley's going to play. And Hundley, uh, he, he's helping Treadway, what, three and four during his seven yeah. starts. They were four and two before. A couple of uh, games they really should have lost. Yeah. They came back in. Four and two before Aaron Rodgers uh, uh, went out. Uh, I believe, and yet they should have lost last week. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you, Cleveland Browns. Uh, but they they didn't lose that one. So uh, he, he has put him in a position where uh, Brett Hundley has put him in a position where they still have an opportunity, small chance to get into the playoffs. But Aaron Rodgers, and, and if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I know you 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 want to get back out there. That's the competitor in you. You want to play, and you see the season with three games left, and you want to be a part of that. And standing on that sideline, you feel so far removed from your teammates, from everything that's going on when you're hurt. I get that. But you also want to think, as hard as it is, as difficult as it is to sit there and say, I got to be 100% sure. The doctors have to be 100% sure this thing is fully healed. And then we'll worry about getting out there, whether it's this year or next year. As a guy who grew up a Vikings fan, of course, I don't want to see him back. <laughs> I don't want to see They're him They're going to hurt him again, man. Uh, I, don't, I, wouldn't want to see, I really wouldn't want to see that either. Why not? Uh, I, what, I don't want to flow of the game. I don't want to see him hurt again. Uh, I don't want to see that. But I also don't want to see him back. Because that means that the worst situation possible would happen for them. As an independent observer, as I'm trying to put myself away from all that purple thinking. Gotcha. I think that it it would be the smartest thing for him in his career to not come back and not rush this. However, if I'm a Packers fan and he's been medically cleared and he doesn't go back out there, I'd be mad as hell. (laughs) There's no doubt about it. I'd say I don't think that I could... Just let this season die a slow death, right. knowing that he was medically cleared to play and have that foresight of, but he'll be even better next year. And maybe he could, because you think as a fan, just give me a little bit of a chance, mm-hmm. especially when you're a Packers fan, you've seen success and you've seen this guy win a Super Bowl for you. You think it just put him back in there. Everything's going to work out. Well, they make the playoffs every year, don't they? It's they amazing. Make the playoffs, it seems like every year. But that being said, you don't take it for granted. Anything can happen. You don't take it for granted. If you got a slight chance now, you go for it. You try to get in there right now. But I caution you, you want to make sure your quarterback is 100% healed because he's got a number of years left in him. And you don't want to deal with what the Cowboys had to endure with Tony Romo. Any slight fall, anytime someone just touched him, Tony Romo, crack, he was out. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is still your future. And and, and if even though you have a small percentage chance of getting in, you want to protect that future. That's it's hard to to be of that mindset because nothing's promised of you. Even a team that's perennial in the playoffs, that's difficult to to sit back and 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 and, and try to uh, you know carve out some rationale for why I don't want this guy to play right now because you want to get in there. You, you can. Taste it, although it's a little more so at this point, a six percent chance to to get in. You you want to see him back in the fall, and and nothing's promised to you down the road. So if you got a chance now, go for it. But only if he's one hundred percent healthy. Aaron Rodgers posted on Instagram a picture of him either pre-op, post-op in the hospital. He's got the thing on his head. He's got the sheet. He's got an IV. And he said, it's been a long road, and thumbs up. He said, it's been a long road from that day to this, but I'm happy to say I've been medically cleared to return. Thanks for all the love, support, prayers, and well wishes over the past eight weeks. 
And a big thank you to Dr. McKenzie and our incredible training staff. I think that Dr. McKenzie was the guy that Martellus Bennett was slamming. Ah, Remember that whole yeah. thing? And then... With the torn... Uh, what do you have? The torn rotator cuff? Yeah. yeah. So then he, he hashtags rise again. And for whatever reason, people are totally freaked out by the fact that he just put a hashtag up next to hashtag rise again. Like right here, and he didn't write anything after it. Right, isn't that Planet of the Apes Rise Again? Wasn't that in the part of that movie? I'm not talking about that. <laughs> Maybe he was a fan of the movie. But no, there's just a hashtag with nothing after it. And, and for some reason, now to me, when I saw that, what I said was it was a mistake. I don't know. He hit the hashtag button again and didn't put anything up. But people are thinking there's some sort of secret message in there. Oh, wow. From Aaron Rodgers. The Da Vinci Code. With that hashtag. I'm not up on these hashtags, man. Uh, I can't help you. I, why would they think there is something <laughs> scurrilous going on? Because with the if he's so calculated, he knows social media, <laughs> you know, he wouldn't make that type of mistake. What does he mean by that? Oh, so just hashtag. Hmm. Yeah, just hashtag. Um, maybe he wanted to curse and he thought better of it. Nah, he wouldn't no. do that. No, oh, he no, wouldn't do that, he but he would that. just leave a hashtag. He would. There. Okay. Well, he's the type of guy that would just leave the hashtag to mess with people. Oh, too. so it's, it's working. Yeah, apparently. He's messing with folks. I mean, I don't know why. Why didn't he put his number up? Why wouldn't it be hashtag 12, right? Well, I don't know if the hashtag numbers are a thing as oh. much. Why wouldn't it be hashtag eight weeks? That's how long he's been out, right? If you were going to hashtag in this same situation, what would yours be? I'm back. <laughs> Would it be Malafala or the actual word? I'd be the actual word. Yeah. I'm back. Yeah, hashtag. Blanker, blanker. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Guess who's coming to dinner, Malafala? <laughs> Guess who's playing on Sunday? Guess who's coming to t- That would be great if you were a black quarterback. That would be great. That's a great movie, too. Guess who's coming to the pocket? <laughs> Guess who's on the center, Malafala? <laughs> Guess who's in the huddle? Mm-hmm. Hashtag I'm back, Malafala. <laughs> Well, what would, what would yours be? Uh, where's the food? <laughs> Pre-game meal, right. Malfala. It's ti- hashtag. It's time for lunch. <laughs> Post-game meal, Malfala. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm in no condition to play. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. Hashtag. No, that'd be my hashtag. Oh, yeah. hashtag. You really think I could do this? <laughs> hashtag. Y'all must be crazy, Malfala. <laughs> it's cold out there. All right. Coming up next, we want to hear from you. If you're Aaron Rodgers, do you rush back with this slim chance of making the postseason, mm-hmm. or do you come back next year? 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Also, another quarterback situation in the NFL. It's very interesting and in how it's going to play out in that NFC. We're coming right back. Give us a call right now, 855-212-4CBS. Two reports. He wants to play. He posted that Instagram photo of a thumbs up. Do you think it's the right decision to come back right now with a slim chance of making the postseason the AFC? 855-212-4CBS. We're going to get to your calls this segment. Bogish is here. He's going to give you an update. And then right out to your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers. Bogish, good morning. Good morning, my best friend. 17 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists, and one dad obnoxiously celebrating along the sideline for Alonzo Ball in his MSG debut last night. Kristaps Porzingis scored 37, grabbed 11 boards. His Knicks got the win 
113-109 in overtime. I think it was entertaining for uh, for the fans. And they better have enjoyed it. The Sixers <laughs> enjoyed a 118-112 OT win in Minnesota. Joel Embiid scored 7 of his 28 in extra time. The Cavs down the Hawks, 123-114 behind a career-high 17 assists from LeBron. The Nets got by the Wizards, 103-98. Denver hammered Detroit, 103-84. And the Mavs beat the Spurs, 95-89. But San Antonio had Kawhi Leonard making his season debut after battling a right quad injury, 13 points, six rebounds in 16 minutes. I'm just happy to be able to be out there um, just to play the game and um, enjoy the things I missed, uh, missing shots, uh, losing games, uh, making mistakes, just everything. Just missed everything on the court, and I'm just glad I was able to play. Celtics guard Kyrie Irving is probable for tonight's visit from the Nuggets if they're missing Monday night's loss in Chicago with a bruised thigh. Is Shohei Otani damaged goods? Yahoo Sports obtained the results of a physical done two weeks ago in Japan. Otani has the most mild of UCL sprains in his right elbow. SI says he received PRP treatment for that pain. The agent for the Angels' new pitcher-slash-outfielder says that injection was preventative. Anaheim GM Billy Epler told Yahoo Otani's elbow and shoulder were fine when the team scanned them before signing him. The Red Sox and others scheduled to meet with free agent after J.D. Martinez as the winter meetings continue in Orlando. The Rangers and Diamondbacks reportedly had tentative talks about a Zach Greinke trade and free agent pitcher C.C. Sabathia met with the Blue Jays yesterday, according to the New York Post. As you've been discussing, Aaron Rodgers is back, according to Aaron Rodgers. The Packers could be announcing on Instagram last night he has medical clearance to return from his broken collarbone. The team had been deferring to doctors the last two days, or deferring to doctors the last two days. (laughs) Uh, The Patriots reportedly closed to a two-year deal with veteran receiver Kenny Britt, whom the Browns waived on Friday. College Hoops, number 15, Seton Hall, handling St. Peter's, 84-61. Number 25, Cincinnati gave Mississippi State its first loss of the season, 65-50. And in a meeting of the NHL's top two teams, the Lightning blanked the Blues, 3 nothing. Boys? All right, Bogish, thanks. 855-212-4CBS if you want to talk a little Aaron Rodgers. I don't think that he should come back and, and, and rush back. There are situations where I would say, yes, that you probably should. And that would be if they were guaranteed to make the postseason or all they need to do was win one of the next three to make the postseason. Right now, a 6% chance by some metrics is not worth it to me to make that return. Am I a little bit biased on it? Sure, of course I am. Uh, But when I try to take that bias out of it, and I think I'd do a decent job of that, I still don't think for him, if I was him, uh, that I I would want to play, of course, but I'd want to be careful more than anything else. Steve's in Minnesota. He's on CBS Sports Radio. Good morning, Steve. What's happening? Good morning, guys. Nice talking to you. Yes, same Uh, here. I'm a lifelong Packer fan, and he definitely should sit up. Come back strong next year. Uh, Let the the new guy um, get a little more experience and just ride out the rest of the season. And do you think that most, I'm sure you got Packer fan friends, are you the lone wolf in that? Or do you think that there are most people or most of your friends that are Packer fans believe the same thing? Yeah, most of my friends that are Packer fans believe the same thing. Wow, interesting. Uh, You know, because I I, I didn't know, I I figured that they would want, and thanks for the call, Steve, I I think that they would want, I would have thought that they would have wanted him to play. But maybe when you've had success, Maybe it is easier for you to 
to say, okay, it's fine. We thought this season was over anyway. And it, it, exactly, and the fact that he's been out for so long. Yeah. And, and you're resigned to the fact that, hey, we've gone eight weeks without him, and we didn't even think we'd be sniffing a playoff opportunity, and, and we are, even though uh, it, it, it's tiny. Uh, we're just cool where we are, and, and we want him to be ready for next season. So why even force it? There's not really a clear path to the Super Bowl in the NFC right now either. No. I mean, it is. It, there's a lot of hurdles there with good teams. So that's maybe another factor. But with him, I mean, he's the ultimate competitor. There's no doubt about it. It drove him nuts that he got hurt. He probably rehabbed his ass off to be able to, to get in this position. Yeah. Uh, he's going to get out there. There's no doubt about it. David is in Georgia on CBS Sports Radio. Good morning, David. Good morning. What's up, man? Uh, not much, man. Not much. Huh. I think uh, basically he should sit out because, you know, he ain't working out with the team as far as just strength-wise, as far as regaining all his strength and everything else. And I know everybody would like to see the season like it ended last year as far as the run that they made, so... But I would I would honestly just sit him and just wait on next year. David, behind the scenes, I'm sure he is working out with guys. Maybe he's not taking part in team drills, but he he's throwing the receivers, or else they wouldn't clear him. Uh, and so he he's working out uh, with, with with certain guys, but maybe he's not in the huddle and 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 calling the plays and out there with the the full allotment of uh, offensive guys. Yeah, and something that David brought up is interesting. The run that they went on last year, I wonder how much of that plays into his mind right now. Look, I can get on a roll. (laughs) All it takes is me to get back out there. And and the Dallas Cowboys to be the opponent. Right, well, that too. (laughs) But I can get on a run. Yeah, We we can win a whole bunch of games in a row. We've done it before. We just did it last year when I did the the relax thing. We're going to be all right. Yeah, but he got on a roll, but he'd been healthy, and he'd been there the entire season. Uh, here he's coming off uh, a hiatus of about two months. So, yeah, it's possible. I'm never going to doubt uh, Aaron Rodgers, but having not been out there, been in the flow of, the, uh, flow of things, it's probably going to be a more arduous task than it was a season ago. Yeah, there's two guys that I wonder about coming back and how well they're going to play, and Aaron Rodgers is one, and Ezekiel Elliott's the other. Mm-hmm. Now, is he still in Europe? I don't know if he's back yet, but Zeke, I would say it'd be an easier transition back than Aaron Rodgers because there's not as much timing as a running back. He's not catching a ton of passes out of the backfield, and he's got like major chip on shoulder stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, I remember when Le'Veon Bell had his deal at the beginning of the season and the holdout and all that, and then came into his first game, you know, he was terrible. But he wasn't practicing at all. He wasn't in game shape yet. So that was different. I mean, I think that because Zeke played a ton yeah. this year, because he's been probably working out like crazy during this time, I think he could come back and dominate his first week back. I think with Rodgers and all the things he does, it may take a game or two for him to get back into Aaron Rodgers stuff. Ezekiel, although it was six weeks ago, he's had that uh, that contact. He's been in, the, in in games. He's had that adrenaline flow that exists when you're playing in real games, not just preseason games or not just working out on the side uh, with uh, you know your personal trainers and things of that nature. So he's been out there. He's been in the flow of games. Now, still being out six weeks, uh, you know, the question is how long does it take you to get ramped back up? That's a significant amount of time. 
But the fact that he started the season, he gone through, uh, he's gone through training camp, he's been in the flow of things, I would be more apt to believe he would uh, jump right back in and have a little bit more success than, say, someone who didn't go through training camp and hasn't been in a regular season game. And for a running back, it's a good thing to take those weeks off. You know, yeah. <laughs> it really is. If you Fresh knew, legs. Yeah, if you knew you were getting to the playoffs, it would be a lot better. Yeah. Um, but it is the less wear and tear for a guy who's taking a ton of hits. KJ in Milwaukee on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, KJ? Good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. What do you got? Listen, I, I have a lot of trepidation about Aaron Rodgers coming back into the fold at this particular time. However, I'm more concerned right now with the defense, especially the secondary, with Kevin King being out and, and the likes. But uh, I think there's a lot of uh, uh, really surprisingly – they have uh, a running game that they found with uh, Jamal Aaron Williams. Jones and yeah. Jamal Williams. Mm-hmm. So that's going to take some stress off of Aaron Rodgers. He hasn't. He doesn't have to do all the things that he normally does uh, throughout the season, uh, having found a running game at this point. So I mean, I bring him back, and and, and you know, you obviously you want to monitor the situation and see how he's feeling, how he's playing, and uh, and go forward from there. Yeah, I think that those factors, too, maybe play into the decision in Packers fans' minds. Like, if they, if they had a top-five defense and a running game, you'd think, oh, he's got to come back because this team's got a shot. Mm-hmm. But because that defense has been so leaky, maybe that first caller that we had, maybe he says to himself, you know, we, we not going, we're not going anywhere with that defense. They were leaky last year. Yeah, they're really leaky Especially this year. in the secondary, but according to Demarius Randall, uh, they, they've got a lot of uh, confidence because he was talking smack back and forth with Josh Gordon Who that? last week. Who is that? Demarius. Is it Demarius Randall? No, no, it's just he's the guy. That, oh, it's our guy. From, yeah, yeah. From, right, from, the draft. Uh, oh, That's why I was I, making the joke. Demarius, how you doing? Welcome to Green Bay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, one of the, the better moments on Gio and Jones. That's right. Uh, they're not draft special. I had no idea who the guy was. Like, huh? No Ooh. idea. But they knew. Yeah, they, they did. They knew. That's what counts. Yeah. So what did he say? I'm sorry. I wasn't well, he thinking. and Josh Gordon going back and forth. He's like, dude, the guy had one catch, and, and you know we shut him down. And <laughs> Josh Gordon, he his retort was, the dude couldn't hold my jock. Right. So Damaris has a lot of confidence about that defense, and especially the secondary. you got to have some balls to be Josh Gordon, who was suspended for half of his life, and then come <laughs> back, catch a touchdown pass, and put on sunglasses on the sidelines. That was uh, all of them were doing that. Yeah, but still, yeah, that's but their little. I guess I, that's a wide receiver deal. Fine, they're not all Josh Gordon. True, they all haven't been suspended for that long, <laughs> you know. And that's the that's the highlight everybody sees. And how many touchdowns their wide receivers really score? Mm-hmm. So when Josh Gordon does it, that was everywhere. Well, the fact that he comes back, and we were just talking about being out of the game for a lengthy amount of time, and he's been out for a while now. He hadn't caught a pass or a touchdown in 2015. Yeah, he's so the talented. Last time. And, and, exactly. And then when you're that damn talented, you're going to get multiple opportunities. And luckily for him, he didn't hurt anyone. He just hurt his, his career, uh, shortened it a little while. But he's back, and he's so talented, he can just jump right back in. And he looks like he's been there the last two seasons where he was running routes. Arkansas, we go to talk to Ed. Ed, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Good morning. What's up, fellas? Hey, man. Hey, listen, you know, I am not a Green Bay Packers fan. I'm a Chicago Bear fan, but I am a very big Aaron Rodgers fan. And at this point, 
let Hurley, you know, ride it out. I mean, he's got us this far. You know, he's got a you know six percent chance, but I wouldn't want to take a risk on you know Rogers taking a hit and messing things up and really messing things up for his future because he's still got a lot of good years left. And I just don't think a six percent chance of getting in the playoffs is worth you know risking what could be the rest of your career. And I'm just going to hang up and listen to you guys. All right, thanks, Ed. And you know why Rogers is going to disagree with you because. The numbers that we said, it's a 6% chance they get in. But if they run the table, then it's like an 80% chance they get in. So Rodgers isn't looking at 6% chance. He's saying, I'm going to come back and we're going to run the table, and then we're going to get in. Panthers, Vikings, Lions, uh, of all those teams, the only one that's in is the Vikings. The the Panthers are trying to get in. The Lions are and trying to get in. And the Vikings are going to be fighting for that one seat, too. Right, yeah. So I, I can't imagine that that is going to be a game with arresting players. And and that uh, we talk about the defense, how leaky they've been. The offensive line, for the last few years, they've had issues because no one can stay healthy there on that O-line for, for the Packers. So you, you're talking about Everson uh, Griffin, uh, Hunter on the other side, and, and the way those guys can hunt quarterbacks, especially ones that are not running through them like Cam Newton. And I know Aaron Rodgers is very elusive, uh, when he's in the pocket, but they're going to make contact, and they may not sack him, but they're going to get hits on him. I, I want to make sure he's 100% healthy. And even this de- this defense for for the uh, Panthers coming in there, that's just one of the better – or actually the, the game is at the Panthers. This is one of the better defenses in all of uh, the NFL. So the other quarterback situation in the NFC we've been talking about that's interesting is the Philadelphia Eagles with Nick Foles taking over for the injured Carson Wentz. And apparently, all the names are being tossed out again with no Carson Wentz. And even though I don't believe that Nick Foles is going to take that team to the Super Bowl, the fact that Kaepernick's name now is being brought up with the Eagles, apparently, that there are fans that are saying this and people that are saying that in Philadelphia. All the other situations early on in the year I was on board with, Mm -hmm. I really was. Especially Tennessee. I thought Tennessee and Houston. Houston and Tennessee... Mm -hmm were two big ones for me. I thought that they would be perfect landing spots for Kaepernick. This one isn't. At this stage, I mean, he hasn't played. He's going out. He's he's visiting Rikers Island. He's going to, he's got a hold. He's sued the NFL and the owners. It's over now. So yeah. the Kaepernick stuff with injured quarterbacks, that was like a week four, week five thing. Uh, it's not a week 14, week 15 thing. So Yeah, I, I think uh... – I'm in agreement with you. Uh, the die is cast, and uh, he's moved on, and, and we'll see what happens during the offseason if he continues uh, to pursue an NFL career. But at this point, I don't think that's an option for uh, the Eagles. I was scrolling through TMZ Sports this morning, and I didn't even play the video, but the headline was saying how T.O. was backing Nick Foles, and they caught T.O. on the street somewhere and interviewed him. And it reminded me that – of all the reality shows, you know, my wife watches every single reality show possible. There's one she watches on MTV. It's a challenge. It's like a real-world challenge, whatever it's called. And T.O., they had, like, people that were involved in previous challenges, like MTV personalities, and then just, like, other celebrities who aren't really celebrities, like Riff Raff and <laughs> old gymnasts that, like, you kind of remembered. And so T.O. was a part of this. Okay. And I was appalled by it. I was like, how can you be Terrell Owens and be on this show? And he's getting in fights with these people that are the MTV personalities. He ends up leaving the show. He's like, I didn't sign up for this. And I just couldn't believe. 
I mean, T.O., of course, had a crazy up-and-down career that was more celebrity than substance, and he had some great I moments. I wouldn't agree with that. I, a lot of substance to his, his career, even though I didn't like some of his antics. There was a lot of stuff in there. A lot of crazy stuff in there. Should have been better than he was. What? He should He's have a been, Hall of Fame player. Yeah, I understand. Still should have been better. I'm telling you, he, he should have been better. <laughs> he was great. He was. No he one was, could cover his He big was great. Ass. Should have been all time. Should <laughs> seriously? If he had Antonio Brown's brain, that guy would have been the best wide receiver to ever play the game. Mm. So, and I'll stand he's by up that. To, he's up there with. I some know of the he's best. a great player. I understand. He's not those guys. He's not even Moss. Yes, he is. He's not Moss. No one can cover T.O. Okay, he's not better than Randy Moss. He was up there with, with Randy Moss. I would put him up there with Randy Moss. Still not. You can put him up there. He's not better than him. He's just not. not he's even right close. there with him. Did T.O. even, I mean, did that even, the Hall of Fame, did he get in the first year? He hasn't this gotten year? in. He should get in. He okay, so in. there you go. Bingo. Right there. Bang. Oh, that's your barometer. <laughs> it is today. But that's not the point. Okay. The point, point is. Well, see, this actually bolsters my point even more. If you think that he's that much of an all-time player, what the hell is he doing on that stupid show? I don't know. Life takes you in different paths, man. He's an idiot. He's always been an idiot. Who knows? Guy's an idiot. Have you done things and you're like, why did I decide to do this? Guy's an idiot. He's oh, always he acted been. like one, but I, I have a, a newfound respect for him because oh, I found stop. out some stuff about him uh, as far as his personal life and his, his upbringing. So uh, it kind of explains why he made some of the decisions he did. Was he bullied like Keaton Jones was? No, he wasn't bullied, but uh, there's some personal things there, man. Personal things? Yes. Well, like what? Uh, like family issues and, and, and father that uh, said he wasn't his father who lived across the street from him all his life and yet never had any interaction with him. He lived across the street, never the, talked the, to him? The dad did, yeah. Yeah. And denied it forever. And then finally it came out. So he had a lot of daddy issues. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, you know, you overcome those things. You, you, I know you a tried. guy I know a guy never met his dad. <laughs> that doesn't mean he didn't have any issues. And he had never met his dad. Did he have some issues? And uh he this guy showed up to work every day. Hard working individual. Got a TV gig and a radio gig. Did an amazing job, overcame it. Never made an excuse about anything and just powered through. So there you go, T.O. Take that. <laughs> That's what he's doing. I re- he powered through that reality show uh-huh. once he figured out he shouldn't have been on there. If you're T.O., you can't do it. If Randy well, Moss was on that out. thing, if Randy Moss was on that thing, I would put a puke all over the place. Well, sometimes we make bad decisions, dude. We. All right, coming up next, (laughs) those of us who have played in the NFL and made bad decisions afterwards. None of us. All right, coming up next, LeVar Ball at Madison Square Garden. Sit down! Just ridiculous. You knew it was going to happen. We're coming right back. It's Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. National TV game last night, Knicks and Lakers at the Garden. You had Odell Beckham Jr. there. You had Spike Lee there. Mm -hmm. You had the balls, every one of them. Magic Johnson was there. Yeah, of course, he was sitting courtside as well. And you had We weren't there. What's up with that? We were not there. You had Lavar Ball, LiAngelo Ball, LaMelo Ball, and of course The Black Lithuanians. Of course. That sounds like a cool rap group. <laughs> uh and 
Lonzo Ball, who was playing for the Lakers, mm-hmm. it was a very entertaining basketball it game. It was. Goes into overtime, probably shouldn't have. The Knicks blew a lead down the stretch. But, however, they end up winning in overtime. But the story is not going to be how Frank Nielakina played the whole fourth quarter in overtime and was, like, great. The story's not going to be how Porzingis was unbelievable, you know, almost 40 points, five blocks, a ton of rebounds. The story, of course, is LeVar Ball and his big baller wear and his sweatpants and his <laughs> stupid hat getting up every five seconds, sitting courtside, trash-talking Spike Lee and trash-talking everybody else. And I just, all I could think about was the two kids sitting next to him that are going to be going to Lithuania. Those two kids who are now, I know that New York this time of year, it's cold, but it's still very festive Christmas Eve. There's a Rockefeller tree. It's just the garden. They're sitting there, the world's most famous arena, Knicks and Lakers, watching their brother ball. He was having a good night last night. Until the fourth quarter. Right. And... Here they are. The clock is ticking until they catch that flight <laughs> to Lithuania. We're leaving all of this. <laughs> Why? Get your last looks, kids. Oh, my goodness. You're going to the Devil Museum. You know what they're going to get. We have a, a cut here of the Lithuania basketball announcers welcoming the balls. All right? So this is what they're they're going from. You know, like Mike Breen. Yeah. <laughs> Who was outstanding. I love listening to him call games. It's to this. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening for all our spectators from abroad. We are starting live from Lithuania. This is Lithuanian Basketball League game. Vitultas Prienai Nevežis Kedaini. Mr. Laval Ball, thanks for watching. Leangelo, Lamelo, we're waiting for you here. A welcoming song for you also. Welcome to Lithuania. Welcome to Lithuania. Welcome to Lithuania. The land of your beautiful basketball. <laughs> I think my Latvian friends have them beat. Yeah, of course they do. Like, I don't know nothing about Lithuanians. I feel like I have to dislike them because of my allegiance like to Latvia. Listen, that was pretty good English by my man. That's it was. Cool. It was great. It was great English by him. It was yeah. annoying. There's no doubt about it being annoying. Welcome to Lithuania. <laughs> Listen, with arms wide open. The, the wonderful w- land of basketball. <laughs> the land of your beautiful basketball. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to do that every day when he sees them. The land of the beautiful basketball. The land of your beautiful basketball. The bar's got a dog. Shut up, man. Listen, my man. Enough of that slinging dog. Listen, uh, Ventus. Virginia Juice. Virginia Juice. Hey, Virginia Juice, tell this this dude to shut the hell up. (laughs) What? What did I do? It's a beautiful basketball. There have been a number of players from Lithuania in the NBA, right? Yeah. What does so that they mean? love their basketball. Beautiful oh, they, land of basketball. Well, yeah, they do. I mean, if you're from the any NBA of The NBA loves it, too. Yeah, I mean, if there's any of those people that are from there that are going to say that they love it, of course they do. It don't. No matter where you're from, generally you love it. I noticed that. Yeah, I mean, there's some people that, okay, I got to get out of this town because of other circumstances. But if you grew up in a certain place, a lot of people love that place and have pride for that place. I mean, it's, look at these, these Latvians. I mean, Porzingis goes back there, loves it. Can't get yeah, enough of Latvia. True. I mean, the guys we talk to. But Riga is different than Kanas. Well, but he's from Saisis. 
That's different than Connors. <laughs> and Sasis. Remember I said like a bad word about Sasis? Yes, you did. And they made a whole video about how great Sasis is. So think God, about it. I'm just thinking about all the fun my cardboard cutout had. Without These kids, their hometown, is. I mean, it's Southern California. Yeah. It's sun, blue skies. Oh, okay, wait a minute. Smoke. I, I, okay, stop. <laughs> I, I get your point. <laughs> stop. <laughs> it's palm trees. No, it's Models. New York, 24 degrees. <laughs> Legalized marijuana. I mean, and you go to Lithuania. Welcome to Lithuania. <laughs> be, right. You get off the plane and that's what you get. They had to be smoking something over there to come up with a devil's museum. <laughs> right. It's a, a museum about I used devils. to go to the Hollywood Walk of Fame <laughs> and Nobu, Beverly Hills. <laughs> And now, welcome to Lithuania. The land of your beautiful basketball. Hey, that guy's so annoying. <laughs> Did you go to the Devil's Museum? <laughs> ah, ah, what Eric called yesterday from Oklahoma. He said they have great malls there. Mm. <laughs> mm, that's it? You got to remember, Eric's from Oklahoma. There may be a Nobu in that uh, that mall there. You never <laughs> no, know. Nobu Lithuania. <laughs> no. Shrimp tempura roll. <laughs> They don't so, want to so go. So you said Eric's from Oklahoma, so... He doesn't uh, that, know the that, Southern that, California. That, that, oh, the, he may have been to Southern California. But he didn't live there. He didn't grow up there. And what's your point? LaMelo you appreciate- Ball. I can't... If I was LaMelo Ball, I would be so angry. Like, LiAngelo's a well, different story. Chino Hills is not right on the ocean. It's not like you're right on the coast. Doesn't matter. Doesn't... He is probably the man in his high school. Definitely, he's the man in his high school. He'll be the man in Lithuania now. Why won't he? What does that mean? He will be the man. He's the man in Lithuania. Not too many over there look like him. He's going to stick out. He's going to be the man. They're singing about the balls coming there. Can you imagine the the, the, the folks that are going to meet that plane when it lands? The pomp and circumstance that's going to exist. You're going to think it's a head of state coming to Lithuania. Uh. You watch. You, there's going to be video of this. And they're going to roll gonna, out the red carpet and, and they're everything. Gonna, they're not going to care about that. Just, the Did you see is- the people here at the pop-up store in New York that were outside and meeting them? They, it was people were loved it. They couldn't get enough of it. They got that here. They don't need it. They don't they're going to get it even more so there. This is great for them, <laughs> especially the young one. Now, no, the, the, the thief, maybe not too I'd much. Love, but the I would love 15-year-old Brian Jones to be pulled out of his environment and spit out in Lithuania Hell and see yeah. what he would say. Hell yeah. It's like him getting used to. Who says they have to live there forever? They, they, it's a moment in time. You go, you enjoy it for what it is, you get the experience, and you get back to America. No okay? Way. No way. It'll be difficult. It'll be an, an, an adjustment. I understand that. But you deal with it. Make you a better person. He'll be fine. Both will be fine. I mean, Teach you guys, not to steal. You want to steal something? All right, we're going to Lithuania. <laughs> steal something else. Uh-huh. Well, I vehemently disagree. Would you rather be in a Chinese jail or Lithuania? Wow, that's a tough one. Can I think about it? <laughs> no, you can't think about it. Gio and Jones, come right back. CBS Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.